Well, I grew up in Spain and Madrid and um, grew up in a family that was, you know, kind of like I grew up in between both Spanish and Irish culture. In the house, it would have always been kind of like a mixed upbringing where we would have done all the Irish traditions and all the Spanish ones. Went to school in Spain and all of that, but like I spent a few weeks every year in Ireland and just always with my family over there, my mum's family, and I always felt more connected. Ireland has like deep appreciation for uh, for music, you know, much more than your generic Spanish family wouldn't really like. Yeah. I don't know. There's not that kind of like value for the arts in Spain in, in that kind of way, you know. And so, because music was a thing I did since I was a kid, I, um, you know, I kind of needed to explore the Irish roots. As soon as I turned 18, I, I left Madrid and I moved over to, to Dublin. Kind of all worked out, I suppose. Met all the boys there and we started this band. So you don't sound Spanish at all? <laughs> yeah, no. I did sound a bit more Spanish when I, you know, whenever I moved to Ireland. It was more like, you know, hello, my name is Carlos. Yeah. How are you? Very nice to meet you. Maybe not that extreme, you know, but... There was a bit of a Spanish twang there. Yeah. And I think it comes out if I drink too much as well. And so the album's coming out in uh, the end of the month, second album. It's been less than a year since the first album, which is unusual in this day and age. Really um, prolific. That's that's good going, isn't it? So we, I think we also saw you know bands that are like pushed by their teams to tour up an album as much as possible to get uh, as much juice out of it as possible and on it, it just feels it seems like a lot of bands can be drained creatively like that you know yeah because there's no space for writing anymore and being you know you kind of just become a performer rather than than a, than a songwriter the two very different lifestyles and two very different uh, ways of thinking i think i think if you lo- if you lose yourself in the performer aspect of things it can be really difficult to get back into a truly creative space where you can write something that comes from yourself rather than the you know recognition you get from the from the public we didn't know how to do it at the time i think we didn't give time to ourselves to process any kind of like hardship that we were going through in our personal lives and not giving yourself that time i think makes you very absent so i think you know we struggled through that a lot we became quite bitter and angry when we were touring and I think that was last year you know writing the album was a very important time for us to be in touch with ourselves you know which we hadn't been for a long time and you know I had it stolen within the band within the relationships in the band and I had a paid stall as well in our in our own personal lives you know I think it was quite a, quite hard to maintain whatever we had in our personal lives before we started touring so much and you know it's funny I mean how do you the year ended, you know, four of us were like in quite serious relationships and by the end of the year, two of us had broken up with our girlfriends and the other two that were in relationships got engaged to their girlfriends. I think that's kind of the only way that it can work, really, like maybe it's quite dramatic, but I feel, I feel like, you know, it's like it really is you have to be so committed to, to someone, at, at, you know, in a romantic way and in a, like, you know, yeah. spiritual way outside the band if you want to maintain that emotional connection while you're on the road you know it just requires like an absolute commitment it was impossible to maintain whatever we had stability before in the same way you know it had to like change so you know that's a lot to deal with when you're not around at all and you're tired all the time and you don't know why you feel so bad you know so but I think it was easy you know it was good to have this time off with the lockdown and everything to look back and kind of realise how detached detached we were from 
from everything that was around us, you know. Yeah. And now that if we go back on the road, we'll, we'll have to do it differently in a way that we're constantly checking in on ourselves and each other as well, you know. I think that's an important thing. But as friends, you know, we would have always been there for each other before touring. And then when we started touring, we became colleagues, you know, and we became the reason for each other's lack of sleep as well, you know. If you're not checking in on each other, you can build resentment very easily. So yeah, writing a new album kind of like kept us together as well, you know, and kept us together as friends. I think uh, you went to Los Angeles, well basically you made the album twice didn't you? You went to Los Angeles and uh, and he started again, is that is that right? Did you actually finish the album in LA? Yeah, yeah, we went to LA and did it all, you know, finished the whole album, got a mix and everything and like, you know, we, we got sucked into the, to, to the point where we ended up playing a show opening for uh, this event that was like a Mexican wrestling and burlesque dancing event with a lot of uh, big Mexican wrestlers and a lot of like uh, dwarf wrestlers and it was just the craziest thing you know and all these like burlesque dancers that are just like you know naked most of the time all around the place and from there we were in the middle of all of this I was completely like I was topless covered in baby oil mm. and wearing like a dog collar or something like that you know it was like it just got to such that extreme you know yeah. it just got sucked into it it was fun, you know, but like when we once we left LA, we looked back and we were like, "What the fuck? What's going on over there?" You know. But it just wasn't our record, you know. It didn't feel like the band that we that we are, the band that we want to always be. It lacked excitement in the sound, I think, you know. So that's yeah. why we went back to Dan because Dan Dan has the capacity of seeing the excitement and everything that we do and just bringing it out in the room when we are performing, you know. And his studio is small and it's, it's just one room. Where he's in it at the same time as we're recording, and it's all recorded live with the with the amps in the room. There's a big sound, you know, in the room. It's loud, but it allows you to just kind of like let loose, you know, and and just perform the way the song should be performed without any sort of like restraints or anything. A superficial aspect of LA culture, I think, had a lot of put a lot of pressure on us in the way we 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 played during those sessions. Also, like we recorded in this, you know, legendary studio, and with that came a lot of pressure as well. So, you know, kind of like there's a lot of insecurity. Like, are we up to this? You know, I mean, this is the same room like Jim Morrison recorded his records in. You know, with the Doors, and and, and here we are. You know, five Irish lads that kind of like have been lost for a year in their tours, and are kind of like opening for Mexican wrestling matches mm. for no reason. Um, you know, it just it was just confu- a confusing time. And so we went back to Dan Carey's, which is like, I think it is a home to, to our sound, you know, when it's recorded anyways, you know, I think he was a big part that defined the way we were perceived initially, you know, the way, the way the music cut through on the first record. We wanted to change the approach to writing as well. I think when we wrote the first record, we had a really clear approach to like, every single part had to be absolutely essential and immediate, you know, and there was no no room for like building up kind of like as you know any sort of emotion or anything in the song is kind of like all straight up in your face it's right there you know and here's the lyrics real loud and dry and take them in you know and that's how we wrote the first record that's how we kind of were writing before we wrote the first record we were always kind of trying striving to have this immediacy in the music that had like no space for you know ambience and so we kind of like wanted to like explore music in a new way and, and, and try to find something new. We got very influenced by the Beach Boys in that sense, you know, in the sense that they can create like these entire worlds and universes, but you know, take you a little bit of time to get yeah. into it, but it's all 
because of the depth of arrangements. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of it, and I think we, we did achieve something quite new and exciting, you know, and I think it maintained some of the rawness and the immediacy of the first record. Didn't want anyone to put on the needle on the on the second record for the first time Yeah. and hear it as a continuation of the first one. You know, we just kind of wanted, wanted it to, like, be a, a whole new thing from the start and be engaged, and I think I Don't Belong... I, probably my favorite song in the record i really believe you know it's, a, it's an yeah. engaging song and, and it offers a whole the whole new world that we created in the second record just from the get-go so that's why it was important to have that as the as the first song on the album yeah and in comparison to the first one as well it kind of seemed like you know we we opened up our first record with that song with that song big you know it's my childhood was small but i'm gonna be big you know this massive statement of intent um you know, we kind of like wanted to make sure that no one felt like we we're still trying to like build up on that either. You know, mm. it's like this new song is just a statement of that this first song is I don't belong to anyone. You know, I'm not trying to like, you know, we kind of went for that statement of intent. I don't want to be bigger, you know, and I actually feel quite lost in this world now. So here, you know, here is actually how I feel now, you know.